Hello and welcome to my show, my podcast, Coaching is a Bitch, but I love it. And I'm really, really excited today because I have my first person that I'm interviewing. So I'm going to allow her to introduce herself and we're just going to take it from there. And she's going to talk about what the topic is and a little bit about her and where you can contact her. So this is Colleen Coles and Miss Colleen, I was following her for a while. I was looking for coaches that I could really kind of look up to that were kind of in my same vibe. And she was probably only one of three girls that I was following. And we decided to do a podcast together. So, hey, girl, hey, take it away. Awesome. Well, hey, Deborah, it's so great to do this with you. And hello to you listening. I'm so excited to just have a conversation with you as well. Um, and so... Yeah, we'll just start off. I um, So I feel like I'm more of a spiritual mentor, but my title is a purpose alignment coach. So um, what I the three main pillars that I kind of work with in my work is um, purpose, relationship and intuition. So the people who I love working with are just um, ladies who really want to live on purpose, either know exactly what that is, but they're not acting on it. Or they don't know what that is yet, but they know they want to. And typically some of the only bigger pieces standing in the way of them living on purpose tends to be not having clarity on how to really trust themselves, not feeling they can really be authentic and um, trust their decisions or have the guidance to know what to do. And also relationship um, stuff where it's like, you know, I'd be fully on fire for this, but by the way, my relationship I can't seem to get out of it or um, I just keep coming back to the same person even though I know it's not great. So what's cool is that when I started my work back in 2015, I thought all those three components were totally, totally separate and the people that came to me just kept having kind of the same issues where they're like, I'm ready to be on purpose, but oh, by the way, this relationship really is, is troubling. And what I've found since then is that they are not at all random like if that's happening to you there is a major major factor which is what we'll talk about today um, that is totally keeping you stuck and from expressing your truest like authentic power in the world living out your purpose having a effing awesome relationship and being able to fully be in partnership with the divine with your spiritual guidance with your own authentic, powerful, higher self or intuition. So I'm so excited to jump in today and like talk about that biggest, huge, really fourth pillar of my work of what is totally keeping you stuck. If you're relating to this and just wanting to find that zest, wanting to find that, um, you know, power within yourself and spark for life, living on purpose and by the way, have a great relationship and be guided what we're going to talk about today is like what's keeping you from that so very very excited and, <laughs> and i think it's such a unique perspective because let's face it um for uh, most of um the people who listen to us who follow us uh other people are just spouting the same things over and over again i'm sorry as coaches right as thought leaders and it's the same stuff and we're all just you know people are just saying it in a different way and what i love is the topic that you want to talk about is so unique that i it, i love it because it's so refreshing to hear something that is not like cut and paste right but yeah. i do want to go back to one thing that i love about you and i is that we have this uniqueness as coaches in that we bring in the spirituality as a coach, right? Mm -hmm. And you know, most coaches are very traditional and we are not traditional in any way. No. And I feel like the, our clients are very similar, right? They're looking for that purpose. They're looking for their passion. They're just lost. I can't even tell you how many times clients have been saying to me or people have been messaging me saying, I am lost. And these are women who are 35, 40 years old, and they just have no clue as to where to go from here. And so um, I think you have a key that can really open up a door that maybe some people out there, some people in my audience and your audience haven't really thought about why this one particular thing or this thought process is holding them back. So I'd love for you to go into a, a little bit of details of what, what you feel that one thing is. 
Cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so let's see. To start off, um, you know, it's funny. Once we finally get a handle on, you know, what we really want, after we give ourselves permission to dream again, then things can really start happening. They don't have to be full of effort. You know, there's a like, there's a lot of, I know manifesting right now, like always is just super hot, you know, but. Right, um, yes, yes. <laughs> let's Love attraction. Manifest. Love attraction. Yeah. Like, oh right. my gosh. But it works. I mean, that's the thing. Yeah. It, it, it's popular because it, it works, you know. Right. And sometimes it's good to say it in a different way. And I think you're going to address that. Oh, totally. Um, is saying, you know, is saying, okay, look, here's a different way of opening that up. Right. So that you can come into alignment. Totally. So, yeah. So there's a lot of different ways to manifest. And one of the ways is really called efforting. And for me, that's how I knew what to do to get what I wanted. So whether it's that you're like, it's like painful to think about how you're not getting any younger and your life is slipping away and your life could just look like you're you know, hanging on, you know, white knuckle in your life. And it could be that way for the rest of your life and not create a legacy, not create something of value. Like, what would that mean to you to to just live how you keep living? Like, that can be really painful. So sometimes the only way we know how to really get what we want is through this piece called efforting. And that was true for me. Like, for me, just becoming more of someone who had a perfectionistic style, who wanted to be that A plus student or athlete and like I was an Irish dancer so like going to the top with that yeah um oh you know, yes <laughs> and you're gonna tell us a story later, yes right? that's gonna be about yes. completely in alignment with manifesting things right right so for those who don't know what is efforting what sure can you, can you tell the audience what that is absolutely so um efforting is where we know what we want And so we're going to go at it no matter what. And we're going to give it our all. And we're going to, like, do whatever it takes. And that can be awesome sometimes. But it can also lead to a lot of burnout. And what can happen is, like, we get in the grind. We're taking every action we can. And we're also feeling like this has to happen or else. And it doesn't put a lot of trust into a bigger plan, but we feel scared to even think about not having it because it's like, well, what would that mean about me? Or um, sometimes it feels like we have to prove something by attaining this thing. But when I've done it that way, even when I was clear on what the thing was or um, really wanted it, after doing so much effort, it really started to have me only focusing on myself and what I could do. And the truth is that, you know, even thinking about the law of attraction, that's bigger than us. And there is a different way to do it, which is not as hard. And that's being in partnership with your intuition. Like remembering that the same force that creates worlds is also working on your behalf to help you create what you see in your vision, which is coming from source anyway. So when we allow ourselves to step back and not focus on the way in which we've functioned to get what we wanted which by the way came probably from society and your parents in school that didn't know any of this stuff then we can actually relax release and let our intuition guide us let divine source come to actually do most of the efforting and all we need to do is really allow and like get any of the blocks that would keep us in fear not trusting out of the way um but like, and like, let ourselves do this. And that's something I did last year where, um, you know, used to efforting all this stuff. But one dream I had was to go see this, um, this really amazing healer in Brazil. And it had been a dream of mine for three years since my mentor said it changed her life. And so if I were to like, I had a pretty simple life because I think I'll, I'll be sharing today, like, in 2017 that was kind of my my darker period in my business and my relationship just thinking I had the tools but like my purpose wasn't being taken off the ground like I still felt so depleted and and like lost and stuck and I was thinking what's wrong with me because I know the things but it's not working and really in reality my old programming wasn't working like it's not that I couldn't do it and it's not that you can't get what you want. It's that you might not be able to in the way in which you're functioning now. Like the old paradigm, the old nervous system, that's what has to go. 
absolutely. Yeah. So I know Debbie really wanted me to share this story. So I'm so happy. Yes. To. Yes. Because <laughs> it's so in alignment with us talking about um, just if you just surrender, right? If you just kind of let go. And I think um, being in partnership, I think you were in, you were so in partnership with spirit when you went on this trip and it rewards you right when you come into alignment you get like these spiritual rewards i feel yeah. um so i totally. definitely but i want to go back real quick to what you said about efforting and perfectionism mm. and i just want to say because we know that there's a huge audience out here of women who are perfectionists right and um and it really sets us up for failure right because you have this high level that you're never going to even achieve and i think that it 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 goes ties into what we're talking about now which is you using your intuition surrendering to the universe and then this is what you came to do and you went on this amazing spiritual trip so i will let you continue <laughs> sure and i'll be honest and vulnerable and transparent here like the the whole perfectionist thing is still something i see come up and have to let go like because i'm sure a lot of people say like you know it's nice to think self care and all that but like perfectionist means you're getting ahead perfectionist means you're the one and um you can still be awesome and have high standards but also uh not dig yourself into a grave it and it has to be a healthy balance it has to be a healthy <laughs> yeah. balance just like with anything else yeah so um and you can you can obtain perfection in whatever way you want while also feeling like you're not alone in the journey. So that was a main shift for me. Um so back in 2017, you know, I was feeling really um lost, stuck, like I learned the tools but I they weren't working for me. I didn't know what to do. And by the time 2018 rolled around, I really only had one vision. I really had only one dream. Like even though things were starting to maybe kick off, like um the only thing I really wanted the whole year was to be able to go on this trip to see this healer. And so starting in February, I remember the night I was finally taking this seriously and looking at the numbers of what it would take to get the flight and the, you know, place to stay and all of the logistics and it just felt so out of reach at the time. Like way more than I ever could even dream of making, uh more than I had then. and i was as i was sitting there at my computer at this like dark disk desk with warm lighting i remember all of a sudden thinking i don't know if i can do this like this is impossible and in that moment i remember the music the song that popped on from my little alexa was jack johnson's song don't let your dreams be dreams and that was oh, the moment I, it, as if it was speaking to me i was like who yeah. like i felt in my body and my soul like if i don't do this then that could be my haunting echo right that's going to be been. the song for the rest of your life <laughs> the, and it was the, like the dream that you could that you let yeah. slip away yeah exactly and i was like oof this is bigger than just this so i was like all right what do i know you do what you can with what you have right from where you are so i was like what's the first thing i need i don't need to get the flight right now i just need to update my passport that's only $60 okay i can do that So I just started taking step by step by step action when I could with what I had. And with that inspiration and like allowing myself to see this could actually happen and putting back into my daily walks like it felt so scary because I was like this might not happen but I was like I love that I'm seeing this healer. I can't wait to go like as if it's really happening. That was really the extent of the effort and um was just dreaming about it. But Um like I mentioned, you know, I was an Irish dancer after that I did ballroom, salsa, all that stuff in college. Um but I finally did oh my god. That's a whole other story too, but made it happen where I got the flight. I um you know, called a friend who could get me a discount. I and the day before leaving manifested the last like $2000 I needed. to be able to go and that was the first time I even worked where I didn't feel like I was efforting. It was just in flow. And so boom, on the flight, getting there, go see the healer. And the second week I'm there, um I was sitting with the new person who came for that week who was also being guided by my guide, who also guided Gabrielle Bernstein and stuff Ooh, and wow. Yeah, so it was really cool to to be in that connection who was also my my mentor. 
Um, so anyway, I'm sitting next to this guy and I'm like, yeah, what's your story? You know, how are you? And I find out that he is an entrepreneur from Canada, but he's actually Russian. And back when he was 18, he was the champion, the world champion of ballroom dancing for his age Girl. bracket. Was- you can't even make, listen, hashtag, and I say this to, I say this all the time on my Facebook lives and with my clients, hashtag can't make this shit up, okay? Yeah. Oh, and when I saw you, um, I saw the, I saw the live. I hadn't even seen some of your stuff for a hot minute, and yeah. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Yeah, I actually got a notification. Okay, let me check it out, and I just see you ask somebody to hold your phone uh, or and record you dancing with this man and oh my god it was like you got you the two of you had danced together before so crazy (laughs) yeah and I think that's just the power of when we can let go and just do what we need to do after we give ourselves permission to dream absolutely I totally agree I made um I I made a trip happen for myself this year um you know I've been I've been following uh and you know her I was following Gina to and one of the things that had always seen was all her pictures in Paris, right? I never wanted to be in Paris in my life. I'll be honest. I've always wanted to travel, but Paris wasn't my thing, right? And I finally decided that, you know, I did need to get outside of my comfort zone. I needed to get outside of my bubble. And um, I finally was like, you did the same thing. I said, okay, I'm going to get there. I just have to do a little, I have to just take the steps that I can take like you you did. I got my passport renewed. That was a pain in the butt, but I did it. And, you know, we got the ticket. We got the Paris. First, I got the hotel. Then we got the ticket. Then we got the Paris pass, right? And it's little by little. And I think this is so great for so many women out there who are just like, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. Or that someday, someday, mm-hmm. someday. It's like, oh my gosh. What are you waiting for? Wake up. Mm-hmm. Do it now. And I think what we underestimate ourselves as to ha- the resources that we can pull together when we make something a non-negotiable and say, I'm going to do whatever it takes. I'm getting it done. And then you got rewarded by that. And I thought that was so amazing. Like, here you were, you've done ballroom dancing. And it's not even just that you got to meet him, but honestly, in that moment, those two or three dancing together was magical and you, and I thought oh my god I felt awkward for you because I was like oh my god she's you know it's probably been a long time since she's danced and you know it's gonna be really awkward and it was a flow I was like oh my gosh it's like these two have been dancing together forever so I think it's a testament to when a woman puts her mind to do something and she puts herself first she can make shit happen right so, mm-hmm. uh, so I'm that, glad. Thank you for sharing that because I so to me it's inspirational. And, yeah, um, and it ties in what we were talking about, which is just surrendering and being in the flow, still doing your action part, right? We're not saying, okay, universe, do everything, mm-hmm. doing your actionable part. And then I think 2017 is also when you came. How how you were able to get to this space, which is was the one thing that you're going to talk about today. Um, and let you know, I'm sure that a lot of um, people are going to resonate with this. Mm-hmm. And I think back to, um, yeah, it's not that we sit back and it's not even that we like wait for the right timing. Because, again, if you're watching this and you have that pain point, sometimes it can be a wake up call to say, like, you know, now is the time. Sometimes it's not. If I had gone to see this healer three years before, it wouldn't have felt good. It was like, you know, birthing a baby before it's ready. And sometimes it's a wake up call to be like, well, first off, when you're feeling the hunch, when you know it's kind of something's changing, you want something new to give yourself permission to be like, universe, show me what you got. And it can be that song. It can be that thing that comes up. It can be this podcast. It's like, it's always music for me. And I've (sighs) never considered myself like somebody who really loves music or is really into it, but it it never fails. It's always a song on the radio or on, you know, on on iTunes. It's always something Mm -hmm. that gives you that trigger and says, go girl, Mm -hmm. like, just go, like, just do it. Like, stop thinking. That's the thing. I think as women, we're overthinkers and we overanalyze and then we talk ourselves out of stuff, you know? So um, I, I just think, do it. 
Yeah. And I think that th- this it's funny how much you wanted me to share the story. And I was like, yeah, I mean, it's just I another know, thing. But it's so cool, actually, how much it relates to this topic. Because, Absolutely. you know, in terms of us getting our dream, getting our zest back, getting our inspiration, even knowing what it is, it can be so frustrating when you're like, yeah, I'd love to do that, but I don't even know what I want. You know, however, once we do or even getting to that place, all of this is a dance. All of it is a dance. And Absolutely. It, yes. Right. And so you can't just say, you know, universe like a Santa Claus, make it happen. But you don't also, on the other side of things, have to think, I have to do it all on my own. This Absolutely. is a partnership. This is a dance. And that can be a whole new paradigm shift Absolutely. to think like, oh, I do have help. And I can even give 50% of this to my faith and to the guidance. So one thing that I have learned in ballroom dancing is that as women, our job is to follow. Our Absolutely. job is to and follow. You know, the thing is, it's really hard for us because, like oh, you yeah. were saying, we want to do everything by ourselves, right? <laughs> yeah. We want to do everything alone. And we're the lone wolf. Yeah. And it's like, girl, please ask, surrender that. Allow the universe to yes. lead you. Yes. And just follow. That's and that's when you it's get in flow. It's so easy. It's right. so easy to just let it go. But we just we just feel like we, we have to have some control in our lives, right? Right. Which and, we can. And, and we but... can't. You don't really. It's a, that's <sighs> you don't really have control over anything. It's an right. illusion. It's, it's actually when you surrender that you have the greatest control. Ooh, that's quotable. <laughs> Forget about tweetable. That's a quotable. All right. <laughs> so, I love it. And I, I think it's, you know, um, it's both of us. It's interesting because I came to it later in life and you're still so young. And it's like, yes, girl, I'm, I am so happy for you because <laughs> to do it 20 years later is like, oh, you know, it's mm. like, oh my gosh, why did I finally figure this out now? You mm-hmm. know, and for you to be able to figure it out and to be able to just you you just have so much that you can kind of do with it, you know. So I think that's amazing and you know, it's it's I'm I'm just amazing. I <laughs> I love that. Great. So okay, so what can be in the way from us following and being led and even knowing what we want? So the biggest thing to me, which even I think really helped me gain my power back to even see I could do this or to have the clarity and even, you know, get like the dancing thing at in Brazil. That was just like one of uh, many miracles that then like I got to go back to Brazil that same year. I like I made the same amount in my business from 2017 within one quarter. And it's because I think I studied this stuff. It helped me get to Brazil. And and then like, again, just uh, like the alignment is what's so cool. And I think what people really want, the thing where it's like, you can't make it up. You can't, um, you know, plan it out. And that's where it's like grace. Like Tony Robbins said that, that's when you know it's grace. So um, we do what we can, but what happens when we don't know what we want or we have the tools and are not working? I think the main thing is we need to get in alignment And I think what, you know, the topic is today, like what's holding us back from knowing is this big old thing, which maybe you've heard before, but this is the thing I want to talk about. This is what helped me change my life. This is what has helped me feel like I am in control, but in partnership too. So that big thing is called codependency. (laughs) Okay. Love this. When you said this, I was like, this is another quotable. So explain, explain what it is. What is the codependency that you're talking about? Sure. So codependency is kind of like the psychological block we have on our power, which basically says I cannot be happy until other people around me are happy. I love it. Quotable. I I just wrote that down. I was like, that's quotable. Because if if we really admit it, if 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 the audience really admits this, they're gonna say, Oh my gosh, that's me. Like that's the secret me, you know, that's that's what I I I am like that if I really think about it. And I think um you have to be honest with yourself. Yeah. And then you can change it. If you get to the root cause and you acknowledge it, 
then you can you can go ahead and and fix it which is what you did Mm -hmm. yeah and it's a constant thing but now I know what it looks like when it comes up what to do about it immediately so that then I feel free I feel confident I feel like I'm flying I feel like I can do anything I feel like nothing depends on something outside of myself for me to make my dreams happen for me to have the best damn relationship of all time for me to have a great sex life for me to really just take off in other areas. So um, the, the biggest thing is that this codependency stuff can come up all over the place. So um, the biggest places in relationships, and again, it can come up um, where it's like, we feel we're walking on eggshells to say what we really need to say or ask what we yes. really want. Um, yep. That's codependency because we're afraid of what could happen if we do. And that they could right. get and mad you at us. That, and then in other words, you want to keep that person happy, right? Yes, exactly. You want to keep them happy. You want to keep so you don't speak your truth. And I think that this is a huge, this is probably the number two thing I think you and I probably deal with with coaching is that um, it's, it's just that fear of not being able to speak. That's why so many women have problems with their throat chakras. Mm-hmm. because they they can't speak about what yeah. they want because they just want to make everybody happy and then you make yourself miserable right I have a, a such a good like case study on that coming up like from my own client who it's just amazing what yeah exactly what you're talking about this directly relates to our throat chakra and by the way if you're not feeling lit up um, sexually or in your relationship um, the throat chakra and our sacral chakra which is our sexuality and creativity Absolutely. Um, is really connected and sometimes we need to have that throat ejaculation to actually speak up for us right to have to the move that you got to, pleasure in order to move you move that blockage mm-hmm. you have to just eject it and just let it out because it, yeah. it really I, I when I see it spiritually it's like a it's, it's a block it's like a rock that's in your throat right mm-hmm. and so Feels you like need that propel you need to propel that in order to open that shit up mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and so that truth blockage can happen in relationships like we're talking about or getting back with the same person again um, or not being able to speak up and even in like our workforce or our workplace so yes. when we feel somebody is taking care of us financially AK our boss or our job, then we can't speak up even if like you really need a break or you really need to take a day off or something. Um, it's not safe because then they you could get in trouble or you know what I mean? Like or you're giving you your, your boss annoy your boss and then who yeah. wants to be who wants to have a boss that's annoying or right. angry or you know, being passive aggressive, which is another way that people react, right? And and mm-hmm. you just don't want to deal with that. I think a lot of my clients are um, you know, they just don't want to deal with confrontation and they don't mm-hmm. want to deal with difficult conversations. Right. So when I started learning about codependency, it was in more of a general way of like, this is what it looks like, you know, this is the meaning of it, but I didn't know why. So, you know, it's one thing to know, okay, so here's a, just a, a truth drop for you. The reason that codependency happens, meaning again, I can't be happy until other people are happy, or it's my responsibility to make others happy, that's my job, then it's because we don't feel whole and complete within ourselves. And so our job is to then fill up with another person's love. So that's why this can also manifest in people pleasing, Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. 1000%. And I'm going to give you an example. And I was thinking about this the other day and I still do this. Okay. But I am, I am, I should be like a customer service superstar. So have you ever gone into a store, right? So uh, you go into the store and you see things are out of place. You pick them up. You're like, this is not your job, right? So I'm like, oh, I'm going to pick that up and put it down. And then like, if I am at a place where other people are being served, I'm watching everybody else and seeing how they're being served. If somebody is waiting, I'm already getting anxious that I want that person to be taken care of, right? So I'm already getting ready to tell, hey, excuse me, so-and-so is waiting. So I'm more concerned about everybody else getting service Mm. and before Mm. I get serviced, right? I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, somebody, oh, what do you, I try to figure out what they need 
and to direct them. And I do that all the time when I go into a store, whether it's the DMV, you know, I'm always looking out for the other people and saying, oh, okay, to, I want I want to be of service. I want to please, you know? So it's, it's, it's prevalent in all kinds <laughs> of ways that you would just not even really think about. Yeah, and it's a hard line because when I started learning about this and even acting in a way that was self-respectful you know like saying no when I needed to or I remember my first client one of her breakthrough sessions was on Halloween and she had said you know she had been um, learning about codependency but more so from the spiritual perspective of opening up and her her um, like the love of her life moved across the country and then didn't call her after and just went MIA yeah like an old western story and she was like I don't know what's going on like that's what finally like broke the camel's back and got her to talk with me because she's like I don't know what to do and I don't know how to function notice our identity even comes from other people when we're feeling codependent you can't be happy if they're unhappy if they're not talking to you that there are a lot of parents oh my gosh dependent I mean I'm just like what are you gonna do when that kid turns 18 like what are you gonna do they're yeah. so involved in everything with their kids and it's just yeah. like oh my goodness you yeah. are gonna lose it when that kid is ready to leave go to college complete identity crisis right mm-hmm. like you don't even know i don't know how many of my clients don't know who they are yeah if they're not a mother or a wife i ask yeah. them well what do you like to do and I really had a woman just sit there for two minutes and start crying mm-hmm. because she couldn't tell me mm-hmm. the thing that she does for herself that she loves to do because it's for taking the kids here, taking them to practice, yeah. taking them for their pictures, you know, taking yeah. hubby here and not ever doing anything for themselves. And when you come to that realization that you don't have, that you're, you're really don't have anything outside of your husband's interests or your ch- children's hobbies. Yeah. that is it's it's a it's a it's a real moment right and congrats to that client to even get to that point and feel what it's like to not have your own identity i was like we're gonna have to be part of the work yeah we're not doing this right now i mean think about how how could your intuition or your dream speak to you when you don't even know what you want you You don't know who you are right there's no room you don't even know who you are and then you you expect other people to respect you but they don't know what to respect because you don't even know who you are. So they can't, mm-hmm. res- they can't really respect you. Yeah. It can come up in so many. And that's it. Yeah. I had a client too, who it was like a breakthrough session when she realized she was acting codependently on her daughter where her daughter needed to be happier. Her daughter was her in- I- identity of like, you need to dress this way because you'll make me look like a bad mom. You know, like that's oh, codependent. Yes. Everything is right. Everything reflects on the, yes, I get mm-hmm. it. Right. But Our when mom. you have your own identity and be like, this is a separate human and I can be happy and I can do what I need separately then there is freedom there even just saying that out loud I feel stronger you know and I'm not even a mom but like coming back to again codependency being when you don't have your identity your own identity codependence is different from independence right so codependence there's no boundary there's no there's like an amoeba uh, an amoeba like it's it's almost like a symbiotic relationship yeah symbiotic that is not or like functionally osmosis. dysfunction. Yeah, it's like yes. osmosis. And it's like, right. no, that is not the way it's supposed to be. And I think because we lose ourselves, then we have to latch on to something else or someone yeah. else. Yeah. And like, again, so back to my story about like this first client, again, it can be so hard to really distinguish, wait, when am I just you know, having a new boundary and like, this is okay from, I'm just being a bitch. Like, right. <laughs> you know, I'm being a jerk. And so, and, you know, sometimes you, you do have to be that way. You know, you right. have to just be like, okay, that's it. You're crossing a boundary. And, but it, it is hard for women to get themselves to that place. And yes, it, it goes really, really deep. So, you know, if, if our listener right now, if you're totally identifying this with this, but then feel kind of icky because you're like, well, what now? What? Like, I just want you to know it's not just a personality trait and it's not that you're weak. It's literally that this came from a very, very, very like deep place right. where it was childhood. actually usually it's yeah. childhood or um very young woman like a very young mm-hmm. uh, like 19 20 like right around that age where this stems from so what can they do if somebody is like 
raising their hand and saying, oh my God, this girl is speaking truth. She is, she is talking about my life right now. Mm-hmm. What, can, what can they start to do to kind of get out of it? So the first thing I would say is definitely awareness. So going through your day and starting to see where do I need others to be happy before I can be happy. Brilliant. Okay, so awareness is key. Um, then let's make it like ABCs here. So ABC, okay. <laughs> A is awareness. So again, you can't you can't fix the problem until you know it's there. So, and it's not even a problem. It's your growth. It's your expansion and evolution into freedom and knowing what your purpose and your inspiration is. So this you're in a great place. So awareness is seeing where it comes. Where do I feel like? Other people are happy, but I'm not. Where does it feel like I say yes when I really need me no, but I feel I can't have a choice in it when you really do. So those all come up. So that's awareness. Next would be <laughs> boundaries. That's the B. Oh, that's a big, huge. giant, huge <laughs> word. I have been saying this for six years. Okay. Yeah. And I think this is a huge issue with women as far as um just everything like you said it, it, it's 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 so prevalent it's just it, your spouse your children your i know that there are a lot of grown women who are afraid to even still say stuff to their parents and and are wanting to please them and yet they're getting so resentful right i mean this mm-hmm. is what happens you become so resentful when you are the people pleaser, when you are the person who really has to depend on other people and you get upset with yourself. And that's the mm. worst thing, right? Oh, yeah. Resentment. Up. That's yeah. when you know. Yeah. That's when you know you weren't in alignment with your own truth and you did something for somebody else when after the fact you feel resentment. And as a um, kind of an archetype, like Carl Jung talked about the collective unconscious. Love and, the archetype. Yeah, and like, one of yeah, those archetypes. Do a whole show on archetypes okay? <laughs> yeah, totally. I mean, it affects everything. Is the martyr, and martyrs are really great friends with the codependent. <laughs> yes, because oh, that's how we get our it. needs met. The and martyr. all of this, yes, all of this is just a way that we learned how to survive in our family and in our tribe. So it goes really deep, and that's why even to get to step B feels can feel really scary. So just a warning, putting those boundaries into place or sometimes speaking what you need can feel like death because it's not death, but, and it's not just feels like an like easy it. thing. Yeah, because in your childhood, that's what allowed you to survive was saying, right, right. if I put my needs down, then I will feel loved and I will stay accepted. 1,000%. And yeah. I know that's so so many listeners are just gonna so resonate with this it's gonna be like a light bulb moment you know ding, yeah going off because and we know and i hate to be so sound cliche but it's true almost all of our programming and all of the things that are happening right now you can directly relate to childhood it's so interesting i had my mom come um for christmas and so she was having a hard time at work with two women, right? They were in two different locations. And when they would try to come to the one location together, it was a problem. And my mom was like, oh, this girl, she's giving me such a headache, right? So we started doing some work on my mother from childhood. Mm -hmm. And when I made the connections for her to the way that she was handling this woman, my mom was just like, oh my God. But the great thing is, is that she, the floodgates opened. She allowed them to open. She acknowledged it, that this was her. It wasn't just, and that she had the solution for these two women. And it came, and all of this stemmed from something that in childhood, right? Mm-hmm. So we just don't even know how overreaching the, you know, the things that happened to us when we were kids just infiltrate our lives today, mm-hmm. you know? So I think that this, um, talking about the boundaries also you have to expect that people are going to rebel because now you're going to have to start telling people no that Mm -hmm. you always said yes to and then Mm -hmm. only the real rich issue why you did that was because you didn't want controversy you didn't want confrontation you got to buckle up this is where you open up and say you know what i'm gonna get shit back for it they're gonna people are just gonna they're gonna be pissed at me 
Mm-hmm. And I have to be a woman. I have to be a man. And I have to stand up because I created this mess. I created this whole mess. And it's time for now. I got to handle it. And yeah, people are going to be mad. Big deal. Get over it. Like deal with it. Mm-hmm. And even telling yourself like, and I'm not going to die. Because that's right? the feeling. Oh my God. Yes. That you're not going to be dead and buried because mm-hmm. you actually you can feel like it. You. You're still alive. Mm-hmm. Yes. I know you're breathing. Yes. You're, you're breathing, <laughs> you know, and th- you yes. really do. You really think that the worst thing ever is going to happen. And you just don't know that that's the way that you're thinking. Right. And then that's totally. why, yeah, that's why you never address it. And you just leave it there because you don't even understand that you feel the worst case scenario and we have big imaginations. Creatives have mm-hmm. big imaginations. And you're totally. already creating the worst case scenario. Mm-hmm. And you say, forget it. I'm just, you know, it's just easier for me to just say yes. Totally. And people who are creative or spiritual tend to also be very empathic and feelers, right? So oh, yes. it's not just that, you know, I would almost disagree a little bit just saying like, it's not just that you got to get over it or whatever, even though it's like on one hand, yes, but the, the, here's the real truth bomb. So here's the real, real root. And this could change a life here is that when we were younger, we survived by acquiescing by saying yes anyway, even though we meant no, because right. that was our to. survival. And if we didn't, then we could lose the love and the clan and therefore any food, water, shelter. Right. Or clan. it could get physical. Like or it could you, get, oh yeah, right, like right? trauma. It could get physical if yes. you say no. That's so or, scary. You know, spare the rod, spoil the child, right? That was my generation. <laughs> yeah. That was when I was growing up. That was, it was, you know, corporal punishment was the thing, you and, know? And right. so today, even today, and, and, and even in some of our the younger generations, that's still a thing. Right. Totally. And so it is survival where you have to stay small mm-hmm. in order to just go unnoticed or say yes, 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 whatever you want or just do as you're told. Right. And is, so oh, with with the nervous system that we had growing up, that's creating the experience now of sweaty palms, of the throat block, of even thinking about the consequence of what would happen if you said no or had a boundary but this is the cool piece if you're listening whoever's listening and whoever's ready to receive this this is the really cool thing is that before when you created that survival structure you needed this the love of other people now you're a grown person you don't because you have self-love and you have everything you need inside even connected to a bigger source than you ever needed before you're not three years old anymore you're now an older person so with the self-love that you're um, allowing to give yourself even when you feel you make a mistake or even if somebody did get mad at you you got what you needed in the first place and that's what can be so empowering so um, so yeah and the final thing for the C so like you know awareness is key next step be- changing our behavior through having boundaries right so getting into alignment with what we're starting to notice I feel like crap when I say yes to this party when I'm really just tired and want to go home big time right so with those thoughts and the awareness of that coupling it and getting into alignment or focus of it also matching our behavior so the boundary would be saying which can be so hard even if we've said yes in the past or to the same thing you know I'm feeling really tired I can't go tonight I'm sorry (laughs) and you know the thing is is when I when I first started to learn how to to do that I remember that first of all my when I knew that I was getting ready to build myself up, my heart would start literally feel like so because I know already, I already, I already know that this is what I'm gonna say, mm-hmm. and I'm petrified of the reaction. But you know that you have to do it. My saliva would disappear. Mm-hmm. I would have no saliva. So I'd be, yep. like, you know, like, and I, it would just dry up, and then my heart would be like, yeah, like I could, almost gonna have a heart attack. That's the old and nervous system. It is, and then yeah. you spin it out, and you're just like, oh, thank you. God, I actually said it. Yeah, it's so freeing. I don't even care what the aftermath is. I made this into such a big deal. Yeah. Like you make it like like it's death, like you're going to die. Right. And you realize, okay, it wasn't comfortable, but I didn't die. Yeah. And I'm going to survive. Yeah. Guess what? I'd love to see another day. Yes. (laughs) And I would say that's not even you doing that. That's your ego or the nervous system that was created. So by saying like, okay, wait, I didn't die. That's when we feel that 
that confidence and that freedom. But here's the thing is that how we do one thing is how we do everything. So after that moment, for example, Deborah, you said no. And then you're like, good God, I feel so great. Why haven't I done this in the past? Like, oh my God, this just happened to me yesterday. And like my sister too, she was afraid to go on this date with a guy because she didn't want to do dancing salsa and he was Chilean and like, she wasn't sure. But I was like, Mira, what do you want to really do? She's like, I think I really want to do it. So I'm like, go for it. You, this is just going to be an experience. She, Absolutely. She went, she called me. She's like, hey, I just wanted to thank you because I realized, yeah, this was really fun. So that was her boundary to actually do it not go back right. and yes <laughs> that makes perfect sense I, yeah. I I'm totally with you on that right sometimes it is the opposite of just you know of pushing your own boundary right <laughs> yeah so that's, exactly that's your own boundary yeah pushing yourself out of your comfort zone and using your throat chakra yeah to say yes and I remember yeah. I was um I don't know if it was Tony Robbins but it, uh I was listening to somebody of course because that's what we do and I'm <laughs> And uh, they said, imagine if you said for a month, yes to everything, but not yes to, oh, can you do this for me? Yes to yourself. Could you yeah, imagine? That's alignment. You just opened yourself up. Stop pe people pleasing. Yes. And even not just saying no to, to certain people, but saying yes and opening yourself up in that way and moving your own boundary out of the way, right? Yeah. So I, I love it. Well, what's so cool too, is that when you then feel like that freedom, like flying, you're like, wow, I didn't die. You're breaking past those old barriers. But here's the coolest part. If I, I know what you're gonna say. Do you, <laughs> okay, so like our, our people are like, we wanna, you know, figure out what our thing is, like what our identity is. Now this is so cool. It's really hard to do that on our own, but when we have a bigger power connecting to us that we can then hear and trust, that's when things get so juicy. Like when I danced with that world champion, like I couldn't have planned that. So here's yeah. what's cool is that when we choose to take action that is in alignment with what we really want, that's when we take the barrier off of whatever that thing was we wanted, right? So you decided not to go to the party. Boom, barrier gone because you followed through. Right. You just took the lid off your intuition too. Right. How we do one thing is how we do everything. So when we took that lid off of us saying, I can't, I can't, but yep. you did it anyway. And boom, then, inspiration and then can start to come through. Else. Then yeah. you're like, what else can I say no to? Who else can <laughs> I say no to? Yeah. Like this is amazing. And yes, there's awkwardness. And there's some uncomfortableness and sometimes people will not be your friend anymore. Mm -hmm. It's okay. You didn't need them. It's, it's all right. You know, and what happens is, is when you start to fix your boundaries on one thing, it's that ripple effect, right? Mm -hmm. And it goes into all other parts of your life, including your intuition. Totally. Right. And then that's when the universe starts rewarding you and say, let's <laughs> give her this. Is, it oh, gets excited. Where she's at. Yeah. Look where she's at. Let's meet her there. Let's meet her where she's at right now. Yeah. And then it just starts, it just starts giving you stuff. Yeah. And the whole time, Deborah, you didn't need them. You needed yourself. Yeah, absolutely. To live your life. Absolutely. And you need that, that connection. So the final C, you know, if I would share is the word consequences coming up. So to piggyback on what you're sharing, like living with it, you know, like going down with the ship or whatever it takes but also too in terms of um, my own work one of the c's that i do is clearing and so and i think it sounds like you do some energy stuff too and can see stuff yeah so totally. clearing those blocks even if it's that you journal the crap out of your life and see where this is all coming from but somehow clearing it and making amends and then going through this again like a and B, no C. regrets i think that's important too is yeah no this is the thing is then here here comes the overthinking and it comes to regrets and like oh my gosh why didn't i do this sooner oh my god yeah dreams be like dreams i didn't do this and it's like you know what no regrets period. yeah just no regrets yeah so i have a really fun story about how all these can come together if you if you want to hear it so yeah, yeah just awesome. to to kind of like close it all let's up wrap, yeah let's bring it all let's tie it all in together in a nice little phone yeah so i was working with a client who's like so fun and um she came to me because she wanted to be more of her authentic self she wanted to trust herself and she wanted to start to tune into this spirituality or energy or intuition but she didn't really know how and um the biggest thing was why why this was important was because her decisions would affect her little daughter and the relationship she'd get in would affect her daughter and she also wanted to start a side business 
but it wasn't coming off the ground. She didn't know why. So all of these areas, again, relating, coming back to, I want to hear myself. I want to feel confident. I want to feel free. So we started working together. And through the first like six weeks, we went through, of course, the awareness piece and then the boundaries piece. She started to say no with this ex that kept coming back into the picture. Oh, huge. She said, oh she said God, that like amen. she hung out with him over a holiday where they were together in the same house. And it was the first time that she had those boundaries in like five years and she said she felt so freeing from that so um yeah I mean huge growth so the time the session after that she was like you know what I feel so good like I know where this is coming from you know in terms of consciously seeing it um I've put the boundaries in place I feel amazing I I didn't die So she said, you know, my intention for today is just to go to the next level, see what's next. And I was like, all right, let's do it. And so part of my work besides, you know, teaching about codependency, going into the specific places it's coming up for you and what actions you need to take to get over it. I do a lot of um, intuitive energy clearing. So I can literally tap in. Which uh, everybody's going to relate to because all of my listeners and probably most of yours are is that's what makes us who we are as coaches are you know they're intuitive and they do this kind of um work all the time with the clearing and the cleansing but this is what a specific intention is what i'm getting yeah and so even though her specific intention was pretty broad like i just want to see what's next because i feel really great i'm ready to go to the next level she made space for it and um so i said all right and so my intuitive stuff, I can look in, connect with you and literally see and feel where the block is that then we can clear and you can feel free. So what was interesting was that as we are connecting to the light, that's what I like to call it. um, We started to, what came to me was like, let her guide it. Like we had done this a while. And so I was like, okay, it's it's your turn. Yeah. So it's your turn to like, take me through it, but just tell me how it's going. So She's like nervous about that. She's like, okay. And so she started to allow that light in. But as soon as it got to the throat, it was like she couldn't even speak. She couldn't talk. She didn't even know what was going on. And that was where the block was. So I was like, all right, let's go in. So the first thing I asked was, who did you adopt this energy from? And how old were you? And what started to come through was... I was four and I think it's my dad, but again, all of this was really hard for her to articulate and trust herself that this was happening, which is so common. So, so common. Our intuition is like almost so hard. It's easy to miss because it's, it's so Well, you also, what happens is, is you become that four-year-old girl and you're just like, yeah, you're just going to shut it down. You're like, I don't want to feel that way. Like I did on that day. Right. So you just don't even open it up. You're just like, you can't it's hard because you don't want to relive that sure that oh yeah in your body and that's where yeah and that's where it takes a little bravery but we we won't die we will never die from those experiences like no one even if it went to a panic attack nobody's ever died from a panic attack right so right you know as long as we can feel it let it go sorry so you don't die from anxiety attacks and you don't die from panic attacks even though it feels like that's what's gonna happen right so with her as soon as we got to this block in her throat again she had been trying to establish a business for six years she had trying to you know have boundaries in relationships for a long time and the memory that started coming up from this specific block was um her remembering she was on the floor uh coloring and her father which was a great guy this one time stepped on one of her pencils and cracked it and she was being creative. She was being herself. She was being out there. He cracked the pencil. And for whatever reason, this day, this time, he freaked out and got really angry. And for her and her nervous system at that time, that was traumatic. That was her fault. And so I asked her, what was the belief that came from that? And she said that if I'm out there and being creative and expressing myself, I'm going to hurt other people. I will cause discomfort. Right. And so, boom, when we saw, holy moly, wait a minute. I love it. So how are you acting in your business? Well, I'm not reaching out to people. I don't want to make them uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. I can't say what I need because, what, that's you being out there. Right. Being creative has has cost a price for her before. Yes. Right? It's cost her dearly. 
something that's been with her her whole life. I mean, yeah. that one moment. And just know, something so small. Right. You can't do it. And it's crazy because just that, like, her, she said her dad was awesome, like, great childhood. And that's just something she didn't even remember. But how it can have an effect Perfect. in our body and cause this thing called codependency, which then keeps us from living out our dream or starting that business because we can't get the courage to speak you know or we can't have the relationship we're really meant to have because we're stuck in the rotation of the same guy who's not good for us whatever right. it is so how is this affecting you it's affecting every area of our life everything everything so it's when we pervasive yeah like it's just and everything but that's so exciting too because with her then seeing what one huge root was Look, then you can clear it all, right? Everything out, right? It's you're showing able up to everywhere. Acknowledge it and clear it all out. And yeah, see it. and you're also able to see it faster. Yeah. Now you're able to see it faster in other aspects of your life. It took you 20 years to get there, <laughs> but once you got there, then you're you're. It's one, two, three, right? Then you're eight. Then she was able to probably see everything immediately and go, oh, and now I recognize these things. Okay, good. I can change them. I know where they're coming from. Right. And that's why if you change, I love what Tony Robbins says is if you change one thing, you change everything in your life. Yeah, because right? it's all if related. If you change one thing, it will just, it will naturally just spread to everything else, yeah. you know? And that's, I think for anybody who's trying to look for that change, that's so hopeful. That's such a hopeful thought. Like, oh my God, I, I don't have to do all of this hard work. If I just change one thing, if I find a route to one thing, I can change everything else. So I think that's, I think it's amazing. I think it's a great way to, to end this and to kind of wrap it up. Um, I love the ABCs because people love easy, quick solutions, right? Like one, two, three, ABC. Mm -hmm. And I think you're giving them these answers that are so doable. It's not like it's, oh my gosh, this is totally out of reach for me. Mm -hmm. And, um, so I do want I do want you to once again because it's been an hour to tell us what you do and where can you be reached? How can they contact you? Where's the best place to get in touch with you? Sure. So, um, so again, I'm a coach that helps women live on purpose, especially after clearing relationship stuff and connecting into their intuition. Um, so I also do these energetic clearings that helps with codependency, like we've talked about, which is the biggest block to all of that stuff. So. Um, where you can find me is ColleenColes.com. Um, right now I have, uh, consultations available where you actually will get to experience, uh, a 10 minute clearing that can help so much to just have you see your own power and what can be in the way unique to you. And then also just go into like, what is really standing in the way if you're really ready to live on purpose. Um, but it's a win-win just because it's a amazing experience. And then also a lot of clarity from that. Um, but also on my website at callingcolds.com, you can see, uh, my video trainings, my Facebook lives they're like the best of the best and um just more info if you're looking for more like this is that's where to find me of course on Facebook callingcools.com um but right now that's where you can get that freebie that consultation and clearing right now um yeah so all right so what I love what I want to say is you know um some people may be saying well wow 10 minutes you know like 10 minutes and I I always tell people because mine are like 20 you don't know how fast this can be done. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we are experts at what we do mm -hmm. and you will not even be mind blown how much can be done in 10 minutes. Right. Oh yeah. Can you agree? Like you, you could really get so much that you can change your, you can change your life in 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. if, if the right person is working with you. So, oh my gosh, so, girl, this has been amazing. It I, thank you. It, really, it just flowed and we were like, Oh, <laughs> Do we have enough for like 30 minutes? And like, <laughs> like, what do you think? 40 minutes? And I was like, you know what? Even if it's an hour, right? You know, we, we have the time. Let's just do it. And I, I just love that it went from an hour with just in a complete flow. Mm -hmm. So you wanted to say something and I interrupted Oh, you no, it's all good. So just, just to be clear. So the 10 minute clearing is within a 60 minute call so that we do have time to like see like Ow. what else is going oh on. Oh my God. Debrief it. Snatch it up. <laughs> <laughs> and and to your point, Deborah, you're right. Like this can happen at the speed of light. And this to circle back even to the beginning is like where we see it's not just the human thing going on. Like we're working oh, with yes. the divine. This we're partnering. So many deeper yeah. So the the light will work at the speed of light. So that's beyond our concept of time and space. And so 
yeah, totally so much can come through. But by the way, to that client who I just talked about, she's doing amazing. And um, that's the power of like, right? It's like one thing. And so how did she, is she still pursuing the business? Like, how's that going? Yeah. So she's pursuing the business. She's starting at the ground level of even just like clearing out her house and getting creative there. Yes, that's Um, so important. Having boundaries. Another thing, the cluttering your house. Is, is is exactly parallel to the clutter in your life and in your mind, yeah. right? So yeah. it's, it's if your house is a mess, you're a mess, basically. Yeah, great so, relationships, all, right, girl, all that I stuff. I love this. We need to do this again. We already have like two other topics that we could talk about. But <laughs> yes, uh, we can find her at colleenscole.com, which is so easy. I, 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 you know, it's so hard sometimes when people have these long websites you know it's just like oh my gosh so it's easy to remember it's been a joy it's been a pleasure and for the listeners out here thank you for sitting with us for one year but uh, one hour it (laughs) it feels like a year but I feel like you got some nuggets right there's some gems and some nuggets in this combo so peace out everybody enjoy the rest of your day yeah thank you guys